I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast is sponsored by Celestian and their incredible new Neo 250 Copperback speakers. Sacrificing none of the delicious musicality of your favourite Celestians, the Neo 250 Copperback is a neodymium speaker that supplies tons of tone without the signature cone breakup immediately associated with the classic Celestian growl. Rated at a monstrous 250 watts, the Neo 250 works together with your amp to provide fantastic dynamics, delivering all the headroom and touch sensitivity you could possibly need. All that at a modest five pounds, which is that's like 2.2 kilograms. Check them out at Lean Business in the UK, Tube Amp Doctor in Germany, Algam in France, Eco Music in Italy, Eboloud in Spain, plus gear for music, Toman and Backstrop. And if you're in the US, then you've got retailers like Sweetwater, Musician's Friend, AMS, Parts Express, Loudspeakers Plus, and of course, Amazon. For more details, check them out, Celestian.com. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Mark Packham. Hello there. And Jay Cross. Hello, Joe yeah. and Mark. Yes, wonderful You're right news. today, Joe. You're sounding a little huh? lackluster. A la- was that lackluster? I was... It wasn't the hmm. full of the usual pizzazz. Ah, hello. I, I tell no, you no, what no, it go, is. Go back. Go uh, back. I tell you what it is. I've got my headphone volume up quite high. And so talking loudly was moderately painful. Yeah. <laughs> if only there was a way to remedy that. Yeah, yes, I, I'm using the volume control now. Okay, That's much better. A- anyway, anyway, um, we got Mark Packham back, which Hello is there. which is lovely. Um, Had a whole week off. You I went have. in a uh, wood-fired hot tub, you know, oh. just for if people want to know what I've been up to. That sounds it's been nice. quite a large percentage of the week that I've been off in a wood-fired hot tub. Ooh. Think about buying one. How much do you reckon? Really? A, how much do you reckon a wood-fired hot tub is? I don't know, five grand. Joe Branton, how much do you reckon? Oh, I couldn't. I, I, I don't know. I, I get uh, six grand. So, <laughs> so, so, this one. Six, six so, grand on one pound. So, ceramic tub. Yep. Wood surround. Yep. With a lid. Hmm. That like you can wooden, wooden lid. Okay, take not, on and off. Okay, yeah. you, so the way it works is connected to like a uh, wood burner. Yeah, and right. then the wood burner where you put the logs in and burn it pulls in the cold water. Right, and then Wait, it would that put the fire out. No, it doesn't go into the fire. <laughs> right, um, and then it obviously like shoots out the hot uh, water. Yeah. So right. then you also, then you get like what a, like, like a spray like a super soaker. No, no, no. Just it like, sort of filters through like right. a tap or whatever. Oh. Um, so you get like an a, an ore to stir it okay. to, to make it. How much do you reckon for the How, garden? Wait, Five grand, you, six grand, six grand, fifteen hundred quid. Wow. wow. Oh yeah. Do you get? Does the ore I get win. thrown in? I win. Joe, yeah, Joe, Jack, can't, Joe, oh, can't, yeah, Joe, Joe can't go in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah you're not. Oh, allowed really? In it. Was that the? That was yeah, the prize. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't go in it. Yeah, yeah. I wish you just have to stand and fill it up whenever we want to go in there. Oh, my goodness! Literally the pool boy. Can you, but can I can use get... the oar. Yes, you get to yeah, use you're, the you're the, the, uh, the, the the famous Fender six string. Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, uh, alien amp farm. The alien amp farm signature bass. Can you get in it with the lid on, like a sensory deprivation tank? I mean, you could probably could. It'd be a bit weird though. I think you should. I think you should do that. Get some. That's a great idea. Get some wireless headphones. Yeah. Put on a bit of music for airports. Go under. Music yeah. for submarines. And then and, uh, we, we put some heavy some bricks LSD. on top. Yeah, and and fine. Oh, yeah wonderful. Yeah, it's, fine. Um, it's really good. Wood-fired hot tub, 1,500 quid. No, I'm very great. tempted to get one for the garden. 
Uh, where are you going to put it? Just like you don't have a end. huge garden at the end. Just at just the end of the garden. The I could knock down a flower bed or something. Yeah, yeah. I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. but it's worth or it. Dig. Only, only dig, takes dig it in, make it, dig make it, the ground. Uh, make oh, it ground yeah, level. level, level with the ground, so yeah. you can just walk that, in. The wood burner needs to go. That would have to be under the ground. That's fine. <laughs> make it really, <laughs> make a tunnel. <laughs> really, we'll come and so, help. Like, you could no, use the ore to dig. <laughs> you could use the ore to dig. Yeah, there you go. Three hours to warm up, so you've got plenty of time. Oh dear, that sounds like a that sounds a long old time. I mean, I think it all boils in less than Saturday morning. Get up, you think. You could probably hot tub at lunchtime. No, I bet you could fill it up with. Water from a kettle quicker than it would take to heat up. I reckon just boiling a kettle and pouring it in. You definitely couldn't. Yeah, it was massive. Sure. Yeah, it was like a four-person hot tub. Ooh, I mean, that does sound big. How many how many liters do you get in a bath? Forty-two. Ten. Forty-two. So, and how many ten. how many do you get in an average kettle? Two two liters. Something you don't like get that. ten liters so. in a. Wait, you said forty. I said forty-two ten. liters. Yeah, you I just said, said the I word said ten for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get ten in there. So, no, you literally Sorry, said no, that. that was that was me laughing at a joke that I made to make you look stupid, mm. but it made me look stupid. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> two weeks in a row. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would take a while to fill up with a kettle. That's what right. I'm saying, and okay. you'd be more efficient to uh, pop some logs in there and yeah. heat it up that way. Pop the logs. So in. I've been doing that, and I stayed in a shepherd's hut. Oh, lovely, lovely, and then. Uh, Wedding at the weekend. Oh, congratulations. Yep. Who was there? Oh, it was wonderful. good. Was it your wedding? It wasn't my wedding, no. no. Uh, Chaz and Dave played. Well, they didn't. There, there was a Chaz and Dave song that played, right. and uh, Mark and I got really excited, and our girlfriends left to go and do shots. <laughs> <laughs> Just walked out at that point. Yep. Oh, wow. But no, it was, it was very nice. It was very nice. Um, I've got uh, I've got some news for you. Go on. I, I know we're not in the news section yet, but no. uh, I, I this week... I listened to Kill 'Em All for the first time by Metallica. Right. Yeah. Let me tell you, great record. They're onto something, I reckon. One those, to, those boys will go far. Here's a tip. Watch right. out for Metallica. Good, good sounding band. Yeah. You think they've Have got... you ever listened to Kill 'em All? No. No. I'd never listened to it before. It's great. I think the only Metallica record I've listened to is what's the one where it like, is distorted because it's badly recorded? Uh, St. Anger? Anger. No, no it's Load? the one after that. Reload. No, it's uh no. Those are the covers albums, aren't they? I don't know, are they covers? I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I've listened, I actually have listened to Sent Anger. After one of, them's, Anger. one of them's got the uh, Deaf Magnetic. Mm. Oh, I've never listened called. to that. Really bad. Um, really, it sounds like really a Tarantino bad band. movie. Really bad that's, band. that's the one that's distorted all the way through because okay. the compression's so weird. Right. And I've listened to a bit of Sent Anger, which is the one where the snare goes, Pong, clang, 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 clang. Uh, yeah, Kill Em All Strange is band. great. Uh, although there was a, I had a moment of realisation. I can't remember what song it is now because I was listening in the car and of course, I wasn't looking at my phone because you don't do that when you're driving. Sure, of course. But one of the songs came on uh, and it gave me complete flashbacks to Gak because it's a classic guitar shop riff. Oh, uh, Don't Stop Believing. By Journey. Yes. Yes, the classic Metallica song. Oh, oh yeah. we're talking uh, it, specifically it, about... Yeah, 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 that one. Is it that one? Okay. Yeah. Uh, really? No, I didn't no, know that, that was a Metallica that song. That's right. Slayer song. Oh, okay. It's all the same to me. Yeah, I agree. So what was what, what? Which one was it? I can't remember. Oh, you just know that you'd heard it from the yeah, shop. Yeah, I heard it loads. There's been a number of they occasions. They wrote a song about a holiday, didn't they? Or sand or yeah, something? Yeah, holiday. Something about a <laughs> sandy beach. It would be beach. so nice. No, you're thinking of Green Day. I no, there's definitely... There was a man basement. on the sand in one of their songs. They talk about a man on, a, on the sand. Enter know. the Sandman. Enter the Sandman. That was that it. gag that he was trying to do yeah, for about five yeah, minutes. Yeah, for five <laughs> minutes. Good, good. Yeah. Anyway, so whilst you guys were at a wedding in a hot tub, um, I uh, went and played a couple of uh, shows in Bristol and Torquay. I also went to see a show. I went to see Interpol. And you know what? The fantastic band Interpol. Terrible drummer, but fantastic band. Um, Princeton's. Princeton's. I yes, can tell you a single Interpol song. I don't think they're really for you. But they do. It was our yellow. <laughs> that one. Is that one of them? No, no, okay. it's not. No. Um, but uh, yeah, they. Uh, um, but uh, two deluxes for the um, for the guitarist and singer. Who and was playing? Uh, I watched a bit of their Glastonbury set. Oh, did you? Oh, they played Glastonbury. They as did. Well? Yeah, oh, I watched a bit of their Glastonbury set. Uh, not at all. I've never listened to them before. Right. Uh, not at all what I was expecting. Wasn't really into it, but that's fine. Fair enough. Isn't it um, just like boring dad rock? No, they're one of my favourite bands, man. They're, well, exactly. they're like a really cool <laughs> sort of weird, off like sort of off kiltery, you know. So they're they're part of this progression um, of like Joy Division, 
you know, that they're from that line of music. So there Are have they? been so I think there was like Joy Division and then Interpol and then Editors and then White Lies. That sort of takes you down like the root of bands that sound like that. Interpol were, you know, were fantastic. But anyway, yes, he plays a Les Paul custom. He always plays just one guitar for their entire sets and he never tunes, never tunes. Um, we certainly didn't in the hour and a half that I saw him at the, right. the Brighton Dome. So yeah. he, was he playing his Les Paul custom? custom yeah, lovely. Which I, it looked old. Yes, it, I yeah. couldn't work out what it was, but it looked it looked nice. He's it looked changed really the pickups old. in it, so it's right, got okay. a pair, it's got like you know the the EMG Definitely not. But uh, he always just plays that one guitar, never changes. The other guitarist, the lead guitarist, plays an Epiphone Casino. Yeah, I, that's what I saw like him play, which also looked one. old. Yeah. It looked it's, really cool. But it's it's the second time I've seen them, the first time I've seen them sober, and yeah. and the first time I've sort of noticed their gear. But I was like, man, that like that red Epiphone Casino, that's what he was playing in the videos from their first album, which right. were... I don't know, you know, 16, 18 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I, I so I looked it up because, funnily enough, I, I didn't know, like I said, I didn't know anything about them, but I was trying to work out, you know, what was going on, who who they were and whether yeah. I'd, whether they'd been in any other bands or whatever. Um, and I haven't realised, they've been a band since 1997. Yeah, yeah that's right. 97. Yeah, both, both, the, both the guitar players were born in the UK, but grew up in America. Right, yeah. And uh, the the original drummer, who was the in the band in 1997, was right up until I think he was the first three years or so. Anyway, he left to uh, be in this band, Sasha, who are this one of my favourite like late 90s screamo bands. <laughs> They're so good. And then he left that band, and uh, he also was in Hot Cross, who are a band who you'd really like. Right. They kind of came out of that similar sort of refused type thing but we're a bit more aggro and a bit less let's be in a popular rock band right it's um, a um, 70s lesbian custom and a 1967 epiphone casino unbelievable there we go. unbelievable that he still plays that one guitar now the the other guitarist did change to a and he runs a, level plane the geezer from interpol runs like the best like kind of 90s screamo Record label. Right. You're going to oh, start listening oh, to Interpol, you aren't you? I'm not. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just, I hadn't realised how kind of legit they were. Yeah, they're, they're a fantastic band. Been around been around years. Very responsible for sort of uh, weird chords. I'll tell you the other thing. Youth. Responsible yeah, for you know, weird chords. Weird chords, like the, the movement of weird music. People who listened to the Mars Volta listened to Interpol before. It was like, and listened to Radiohead. Like they were, they're part of that, like if you like weird minory stuff, then Interpol are part of that. And they were one of the, you know, first bands, I guess, for, for our generation that were doing that sort of thing. Um, one thing that I noticed while I was watching them mm. uh, was the bass player was very good and wasn't doing very much. He's not in the band, but uh, yes. Oh, okay. The bass player actually left. So it depends what song you're listening to. Cause the, uh, Do the, they change? Uh, no, it's just a live bass player now, but... Um, oh, I was the front guy okay. writes everything. So oh, I was just watching the bass lines on... are less good on new okay. new stuff. Great on old stuff. Oh, okay. I, so it was I don't know what it was, but it the bass sounded great, and he wasn't doing very much, and it was like exactly what I wanted. Ampeg from... SVT eight yeah. ten and a black P bass. With it's a not hard, is it? Neck. Yeah, it's, it's not hard. <laughs> really, really, really good. Set. I was watching them, and I was like, damn, that's that. It's a really ultimate set. But I was really surprised to see two Princetons was all the lead guitarist was running through. What else do you need? Yeah, I know. I know. It's just, you know, when you've got your bass players running through a sort of 300 watt stack and you're using two 14 watt combos. Yeah. I just thought, oh, wow, that's that's not a lot. But it sounded fantastic. His tone was absolutely off the scale. Very. I think they're 12 watt, but. Are they 12? I think. Hmm, okay. Interesting. Um, do you know what else is super cool? Not your shirt. What? My, my shirt is fantastic. <laughs> this is my this is my light linen summer wear. <laughs> oh, I tell you the bad thing about going and doing shows uh, in, during a heat wave. Fifteen what? The fact that Sorry. I uh, the fact. Well, yeah, the fact that I've started wearing only black roll necks. Yeah, that's probably very hot. Yeah, very so I hot. It would I'm be. Nearly passed out at times. Is that part of your new? Is that the new phase of polymath? Mm, mm. Well, yes. the The others are still in their suits. I've just changed suits. out of my suit into yeah. We've been wearing suits for about a year. Yeah, black suits. Um, but you know, I wear. Right, I, I was. I was. Uh, I've sort of. I got too fat. I got too fat for my. Oh, we we're getting a set. Yeah, yeah I know. Is he going to be? Is he going to be attached to the ceiling so that he can fly out in front of the crowd whilst <laughs> playing one step beyond? 
No. Anyway, um, the other thing that I saw over on uh, 60 Cycle Chumps um, uh, Facebook page, 60 Cycle Hum. Low blow. They're a wonderful podcast. I love them a lot. Um, I saw a post on there from a guitar company that I hadn't come across before. And it was very, very awesome. Tunatone guitars. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. So, I've been getting into this. So yeah. So I thought I'm. I'm not surprised you've got into them, Jay Cross. And listener, you, you absolutely must check them out. Tuna as in the fish, and then tone as in and then instruments. <laughs> that <laughs> thing that we're all searching for. Yeah. Tunatoneinstruments.com. Go and check it out. They're absolutely fantastic. Um, as far as I can tell, it's just the is it just the one guitar or two guitars? So um I think it's just the uh I I think there are three this is great. different This is shapes. really good. No, there you'd, are you'd think if he was gonna bring this up in the podcast he would have actually done the research first. I was gonna talk about There's the two guitar. models they make. I was gonna talk about the guitar that I saw, but so yeah. I hadn't checked out the entire range. Which but is yes, the pink one. There are the two models the, the teeny tuner and the baratuna. Yeah. Um, which both look absolutely fantastic. Uh, so the teeny tuna's small and the baritona, I don't, what's that then? <laughs> um, but they're inspired by the vintage um, futurism of mid-century electric guitars, um, all designed by uh, Leila Siddi, uh, Canadian luthier. Um, and I, I think they look absolutely fantastic. What a wonderfully sort of understated, interesting range of instruments. Of course, we were... Um, it, I was. In I fact, was, did you see this on 60 Cycle Hum or did I post it in the group? I'm pretty sure no, I no, posted I it in Guitar it. Nerds. I saw it in 60 Cycle Hum, uh, 100%. Um, but uh, yeah. Well, maybe you've got me blocked okay. because I'm pretty sure that I posted it actually. <laughs> okay. Blocked in your own group. Yeah. The only thing that would concern me, and it'd be interesting to speak to someone who has played one, um, is intonation because they've got like an acoustic style bridge. It's, uh, it's, it's, an, yes, it's. It's an, a non-adjusting bridge, yeah. as, as it were. But who needs intonation? Well, sure. I mean, you know, you're speaking to the king of only playing on the first five frets. Well, so seven. You've got to get, you've sure. got to, get to that okay, eight. The first seven, fine. But um, that would be my only concern, is that, yes, I love the styling and stuff, and I love the kind of retro thing. But, um, you know, there's a reason that things like the Tunematic were invented um, and adjustable saddles. Uh, so, yeah, but... Really interesting to actually play one and see how practical it is. Yeah, in it both, was great though, absolutely in, fantastic. Absolutely, in both cases, single uh, pickup guitars. The Baratuna featuring a more um, music master esque single coil in the neck position, and um, the uh, the Teeny Tuner featuring uh, one of those bladed P nineties that you get in the Stellarosa. Okay, what? what Jake, S- stop what? talking yes. for a minute. Twelfth of June. 23.22, that's right. 11.22 in the evening yeah. for people who don't understand military time, of uh-huh. which I understand. Uh-huh. Uh, here's a screenshot from it's that, that says, extremely guitar nerds material. It's a picture of the teeny tuner. And, oh, look, 11 likes, one of whom, Joe Branton. Oh, well, Thanks very much, Joe. I'm sorry, I immediately forgot. But I saw it today on 60 which one of hum. Which one of Ryan or Steve did you get me mixed up with? Uh, the... <laughs> This is not. It wasn't even by them. It was by someone who had <laughs> they, bought the guitar. I think. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Because okay. it was they were at a guitar show uh, somewhere in America. One of those parts okay. that I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't know where it is. Um, but yeah, what an absolutely cool. Um, it looks great. It looks really great. The guitar and I. I. I don't know how much they are. I don't know if they've got a reverb shop or anything. I. I but, don't think so. As far um, as I know. There's nothing about buying one on the website, so I don't know anything about it, but they look great. Um, I think uh, that Layla, the luthier, is in the group, actually. So oh, Really? Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, there's an article about her and her guitars in She Shreds magazine as well. Oh, okay. Uh, a couple of months ago, um, which I found when having a look. Anyway. Speaking um, of She Shreds, yes. actually, this is something that I meant to say last week. Uh I know that it's really difficult to get any She Shreds stuff in the UK, but uh, my friends in Bristol, actually, Joe, where you've just been, yes. so who run uh, Specialist Subject Records, the record shop above the exchange, uh, they just got in a bunch of back issues of She Shreds. Oh, cool. And like socks and hats, hmm. stuff like that. She Shred socks, I'd love a pair. Uh, they don't come in a boat. Uh, yeah, I do have size, boat feet. Boat, boat feet, feet size. Yeah. Or in uh, some sort of Hawaiian uh, shirt. 
variety. But yes, yeah. if you are trying to get any copies of She Shreds and don't want to pay £20 for postage, you can get it from Special Subject, which is very handy. Absolutely. Anyway, we uh, we don't have any uh, mail bag this week. We've got some pedals, lots of things on their way. We're going to have a whole bunch of stuff from Demodash Pedals uh, next week. Um, oh, yeah, that's the company that we talked about, what, mm. maybe five, six weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, that's now. right, yeah. Got some great stuff. Yeah, and uh, that's all coming out. Yeah, we we, we, uh, we will mention briefly that uh, that finally you guys got to try out... I wasn't a, sure if we were yeah, allowed we to talk about we, it, which no, is No, no, yes, we have. Yes, we, we did do it previously on another one, but we should yes. absolutely talk about it now um, that more of us have tried it. The Anasounds Elements, Le Brut. Now, I did sound samples for this on... Um, last week's episode of bar chords and we spoke about it on the on the podcast episode on the week before but you guys have both now had a chance to check out the anasounds elements this is of course the reverb pedal that comes with a controller pedal and an actual spring that you can either rack mount or mount onto your pedal board i thought it sounded great uh we a beat it against the reverb that's in my princeton yeah and i don't think it was quite there it's much brighter than the prince it was reverb. it was very very bright but the uh what i did like about it is the is two things first of all the fact that obviously it's a real spring so if you do kick it <laughs> it does make the noise that you get when you drop an amp down the stairs which is yeah. great uh the other thing is that saturation switch is that what it is saturation, yeah, saturation switch, switch which sounds like what you're doing is basically running a running a drive through the through the uh, through the reverb, or yeah. maybe running reverb through a drive that's in the pedal. I'm not really sure. the The two sounds, the kind of the saturation and un- not saturated sounds, aren't very well balanced. But I mean, that's not something that you're going to switch between on the, fly, on the fly. So I don't think that's too much of a big deal. But I just think that having that saturation there, you can get a really, really like sort of gravelly lo-fi sound out of it, which is something that is very different. And it's not just, okay, well, here's a really uh, authentic replication of a of a reverb tank. It yeah. was something that was a little bit different. And I thought that was cool. Yeah, it's definitely not an obvious sounding reverb. No, no, not in the slightest. Uh, yeah, absolutely not for everyone, but a really cool, interesting soundscape tool. I, I saw, I, I was in GAC this week and I saw they had the... Th- they had all three sizes right. in the shop, and they they do look really impressive. Yeah, they they look great. They're fantastic. I, I said it on um on barcodes, but it's the sort of thing that goes up there with like the uh, the Hudson Broadcast and the Game Changer Plus pedal as being like these are extraordinarily like this is a high end looking, very cool, unique type of pedal. A, a little mini board with those three things would be would be like the top of sort of weird cool pedals i think that's the thing is that obviously there's so many different ways to get a reverb sound now but if you want to do something a bit different and it's definitely got a kind of unique sound to it, it is quite aggressive sounding yeah. be interested to hear what the other sizes sound like yeah because that's, that's the, the that's the middle one the right? middle one yeah so the big one is like the, size of a, is the, the big, big one is like a reverb tank basically yeah, yeah. i'd like to hear what that can do because this is very much like and also i'd like to hear the smaller one as well because it'll be probably even more aggressive um, yeah. Be uh, yeah, curious to hear the others. Absolutely. Let's uh, let's do some news. News. So first up, a very very exciting thing. Something that I haven't been as excited about in well as since I can remember. Harmony guitars are back. Yes, I mean, you know, they've, they've been back for a little while, but the official press releases finally landed, and oh my goodness, they're everything I absolutely wanted them to be. So, Harmony Guitars, of course, responsible for some of the coolest, quirky-looking retro guitars. They're kind of like a guitar brand that managed to do, um, to hold some integrity, you know, to, to their build quality, whilst being sort of a cheap, weird 60s brand. We know that Dan Electro guitars are going to be pretty ropey. You know, we know that K guitars aren't going to be amazing from that area. But there's there's something about harmonies that they seem to have kept their integrity. Certainly there are examples of old harmony guitars that are still very playable and very good. Annie Clark, St. Vincent, played one right up until she got her Music Man signature model. Um, I recently went to see Ben Howard um, and he um, switched up, you know, between his his Jaguar, his Les Paul and... Um, a, a harmony, a right-handed harmony, which he just played upside down. 
um, for the whole time, which was which was very cool. But what what an absolutely cool range of guitars! So they've released three models: the uh, the Silhouette, the Rebel, and the Jupiter um, guitars. So these are um, a an offset shape, a single cut shape, and a double cut shape um, as well. But uh, they've released a little video as well, a nice little video about the company being back. All American built. Yeah, that was the thing that surprised me, actually, is that these are not... They've not brought the name back and gone, OK, we're going to do, like, Harmony reissues. Well, like Silvertone are doing. Well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, not You don't mean Silvertone. I mean, do mean Silvertone. Do you? Because Silvertone are back, but they're making... Oh, you're right. You're right. I was thinking, like, um, uh, what's the company that does all the reissues? Oh, Eastwood. Eastwood. Yeah, yeah, Eastwood are doing some of the shapes that Harmony used to do, basically. Right, of course, yes, they um, are. So I thought they were just going to do that and think, you know, these Eastwoods have been very um, popular, but surely people will want them with the name on there. But no, what they've done is three basically new shapes um, that obviously take inspiration from classic designs of the past, building them in the US, seemingly, you know, judging judging by the pictures and stuff, to quite a high standard, be very, very interesting to try them. Um, and yeah, I'm into it. I mean, the one for me, I think that... Looks the best is the Jupiter, which I would say is the kind of Les Paul esque single cut. That is, it is, it is fantastic. So, I mean, to to start with uh, the Jupiter, yes, it's a yeah single cut color options, lovely color options, champagne, nice color, very nice color, a pearl white and uh, a space black, which is kind of a you know subtly glittered black, all with gold foil humbuckers, custom custom made by the by the company and um kind of a simple c-shaped neck profile but in a in a they're all bolt-ons and with a lovely sort of dark gloss sort of very rich colored back of the neck large like 60s volume and tone controls your little pickup toggle well out of the way um bridge looks great sort of half a telecaster bridge Sort of yeah, really like, unusual yeah. bridge. I think is it the same bridge that's on? I'm just looking at the silhouette. Is it the same bridge that's on that? Um, yeah, yeah, it's like the half telly yeah. one. Yeah, yes. yeah, I, really interesting. I think the I, I think the silhouette one is slightly different from the other two at a quick glance. But I think yes, the yeah, nice looking, great looking bridges, retro, kind of retro, come modern. These are I love that they're simple, clean. They've got a very specific aesthetic with these guitars. Very into them. They're about to launch amplifiers as well. Oh, amplifiers really? Amplifiers are coming soon. They've actually, so, uh, and they look fantastic. Very super esque. The, the Jupiter, I'd say, like body shape wise, is like halfway between a Les Paul and a Dan Electro. It's got that kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm into it. Just some interesting bits on the tech spec. Um, ebony boards. Yeah. Which I don't think you mentioned. No, I didn't. Um, Twelve inch radius, um, and. They are, I believe, nitro. Yeah, they are nitro. They are nitro. Netflix yeah, she's nitro. Yeah, and the body. Yeah. Really nice. Really nice. The silhouette is the one for me. I love those sort of um, weird sort of offset shapes that you get from sixties guitars, where it looks like someone's trying to make an offset with a really straight jigsaw. It's uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I really like it. I think the champagne color is fantastic. I love the harmony headstock anyway, and they've kept the original. Uh, six in a row and three by three harmony headstocks from the original models and the the sort of gorgeous squiggly text of the um of the harmony model they all come with mono gig bags as well very In- good interesting because they're owned by the same company right of course yeah um exactly um but uh but they they're actually releasing a range of accessories as well where that comes into play again a range of straps that very much um now this is all coming soon because this is obviously very new the straps very much look like um some of the mono classic straps oh yeah um but branded harmony but gorgeous sort of like the ones that they've got a, a lovely light tan buckle and sort of white cloth um sort of strap length with a with a sort of steel uh, buckle uh, part to it but they look really nice they're doing a guitar polish and fretboard cleaner it looks like a, a little towel and then plectrums and even the harmony strings in the little bundle picture that they've supplied there but oh I, I love the aesthetic it looks very finished it doesn't look like they're cheaping out on anything it looks like they've gone this is this is what we're going to make we're going to make these guitars in a select few finishes and do some accessories that fit and you know some amplifiers that fit with that. It's very much a specific market, but I welcome 
welcome this brand. It's very much different to what I was expecting, like I say, from a relaunched Harmony. I was yeah. expecting some, you know, probably Chinese-made reissues of their Absolutely. old stuff. This Absolutely. is not that at all. It's yeah. really interesting. Super interesting, and that, that amp looks incredible oh, as well. Yes, the um, I, I'm very excited about this. I would be very excited to see if they start releasing acoustics as well, because certainly in their uh, promo video for this, they show a range of people playing um, old harmonies. Yeah, and that's very much the vibe of it. Some new, some of the new guitars thrown in there, but lots of clips of people playing old original harmonies, uh, which includes some shapes that they haven't launched at the moment and yeah, includes some right acoustics now. yeah um so it, it yeah it, it, i'm really excited to see how much they actually put in this range now price wise of course old harmonies you can um you can pick up the old i can't remember the, what the actual jupiter thing what the jupiter is based on is called it might even be a jupiter i'm terrible with harmony names i'm afraid um, but what, what that single cut, the original Harmony single, Harmony single cut, I nearly bought one recently from One Joe Guitars for seven hundred and fifty pounds, or it might have been six hundred and fifty pounds. Yep. For an for an original. Now I appreciate the the buildsmanship and the, the quality the of buildsmanship. Buildsmanship. I'm going to run with that word. I'm okay. Gonna run with that. Fine. Do I it. appreciate that. That's uh, the idea is that that's vastly improved on these new models, but. Nonetheless, there is certainly a, an amount of prestige that comes with owning an, owning an old instrument, and when you can uh, when you can get one for uh, six hundred and fifty pounds in in comparison to the, um, I think it was. I think it's uh, a different thing, though. It like, is a different thing. Is completely different. It's I'm just looking at some of the older thing. harmonies now. And I it's do. Like, I do appreciate what Joe's saying, though. Is is I assume what you were going to go on to say is they can't really go about charging three grand for no. this when you can buy an original for well they're not know, I, I know they're not i know they're not yeah thirteen hundred dollars is the yeah. is the price so they'll be probably about a grand yeah. roughly here yeah which is a good price a great price for an american made nitro finished yeah. instrument i you know I, I know lots of u.s brands that aren't managing to keep uh, a nitro instrument down at, at that sort of price so yeah, that, yeah that is fantastic they're definitely no frills guitars that's certainly what they are but i love i love the simplicity of them i think very very cool indeed i'm totally into it definitely not what i was expecting but definitely into it yeah absolutely welcome back harmony oh i'm very excited i can't wait to I, god i might even be convinced to get one of these i might i might have to get one of these do it Maybe I should add to that collection. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? I tell you what. Recently, I was actually I was thinking maybe I need to do what you do. And actually, that's a question for you as well, listeners. Like, should um, should I should is it better to have a massive collection of stuff or just a few really good bits? Like, what's better? Anyone who's got rid of a collection of guitars, have you found that just owning a few really good things has sort of slaked your, your your thirst for for a massive collection, or is it necessary to own all the all the chintz as well as uh, as well as all the good stuff? Should collections be big or small? You know all my the thoughts. All the what? All the chintz. What's that mean? It means like um, stuff. Yeah, like s- stuff that's like not like you. It, it means like cheesy stuff. Cheap stuff. Yeah. All oh, right. Cheap, cheesy cheesy stuff. Stuff. Have you not heard the the expression chintz? No. Ah, yeah, it's an expression. Oh, okay. There you go. I will express it myself from now on. Do you know what it actually comes from? It means printed multicoloured cotton fabric with a glazed finish used for curtains and upholstery, much like the shirts that Joe wears every week. Mm. Um, yeah, it means that. But yeah, it's been kind of like, uh, I guess, kind of co-opted by things that kind of, yeah, here we go. Uh, in informal speech, refers to cheap, low quality or gaudy things. Oh, well. How like Joe Branton. Yeah, like Joe yeah, Branton, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Gaudy things. Yeah. Anyway, Mark Packham, why don't you tell Hello us about there. Joyo Audio? Indeed. So Joyo, um, obviously making waves every time they release a new product. This is a new addition to their kind of Bantam line, um, which was their kind of small amps. Uh, this is the Fire, the Bantam, uh, sorry, Bantamp even, Firebrand. Um, this is like a lunchbox head, bit smaller than a tiny terror i would say like somewhere between that and what was the real small one they did micro terror micro terror indeed probably a bit bigger than a micro terror a bit smaller than a tiny terror um the latest addition to that range uh, is a 
pretty much a metal metal amp. Um, so idea behind this: twelve eight seven in the preamp, solid state power amp. They are let's just check the twenty watts um, and two channel. Well, not two channels, but two voicings: clean or overdrive. You've got gain, volume, and tone on the front, um, but also. Um, a Bluetooth switch on the front. You can right. switch on Bluetooth, connect your phone to it, oh. and play along. Um, this doesn't sound like a huge bit of news because they've done a few other bits in this range, and you know it's not a particular. Uh, you know, there's nothing particularly special with this one over the other ones they've done. But I wanted to bring it up because I listened to the demo video and it sounded absolutely incredible. Really good, and you know, there's all sorts of things that can go on with processing the audio in a demo video, um, but. I thought it sounded mega. I actually think these amps are really, really good. I think I first saw this sort of range of uh, of, of Bantamp. Well, they're not. They're, is, is that what is this range called? Bantamp's the name of this one, is it? No, I don't think so. I think Bantamp, because like Bantam, like small, yeah. um, is the name of the range. But let me, yeah. So, <clears throat> so they do the uh, Bantamp Atomic. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hey dave yeah randy since we founded bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy wait what i got it bombas absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals one donated wow did we just write an ad yes Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The Bantamp Meteor, the Bantamp Blue Jay. Yeah, so Bantamp is the range. Yeah. Bantamp Jackman um, and the Bantamp Zombie. Lovely. I love this range. I thought it was really, really super cool. I mean, who, who do you think is buying... What sort of genre of musician is buying these most? Is the metal one going to appeal to more people than, say, I assume there, there's like a jazz chorusy one in there, and there's a to be honest, I couldn't tell you bluesy one the, in the, there. The people that I think are probably buying these, a lot of people I assume are buying them for backup stuff. So you take your main amp to the gig. If the main amp fails, you've got one that isn't taking up a huge amount of yeah. room and hasn't cost you a huge amount of money. Plus, also probably people playing in their bedroom. So they also do a 15 watt cab that can oh, accompany cool. it. That looks pretty cool cool even uh the bant cab um and yeah i mean i guess the idea is that you maybe buy the cab and then you maybe buy a couple of the different heads and you can switch between yeah that's pretty cool um, they're only like 169 dollars yeah they are heads. uh indeed so i think it's that i think it's people um bedroom players and people are buying them for backups the other way that you could use it is in the studio um because i think that uh, the Firebrand sounded amazing, and I assume what they've done there is cranked it all the way up in the stewed. Um, and yeah, I thought it was really impressive. Very cool, very cool indeed. Um, Jay Cross, Hughes and Kettner. No, not Hughes and Kettner. <laughs> I've got so- no. I've got something that I wanted to jump back to. Okay. Before we jumped into not talking about Hughes and Kettner. Right. Right. Uh, and. This is about the harmony guitar. Sorry, I'm just jumping back. Yeah, yeah, a jump moment. back. Did you see where the where the the press release came from? Where did the press release come from? The press release came from Kalamazoo. Yeah, that's that's where they're being made. Is that are they just being made out of the old Gibson factory? I assume so. I, I don't know. know. 
Couldn't tell. Yeah, I mean, I, but I mean, potentially. Are yeah. they being made? Are Heritage still making? Heritage still make guitars? Well, the company's they? owned by Bandlab, isn't it? So I don't, uh, I don't know who's building them. But uh, I wonder if yeah, they're I mean, being built this. by Heritage. I mean, in the old Gibson factory. I mean, it could well be that there is another is guitar another factory, guitar factory in Kalamazoo. But I mean, I don't know. Very interesting. Definitely be interesting to find out. I really want to get one. I'm going to give them a call. Yeah. I'm going to give them a call now. Drop them a line. Tell them your guitar superstar, Joe Branton, yeah. who plays bass. They need to give me a guitar. There's only 75,000 people living in Kalamazoo, so mm, interesting. Yeah. Be, be really keen to find out a little bit more about that. So anyway, sorry, I totally wasn't listening to what uh, Mark was saying. And I'm also just going to skip over what you were saying. Yes, about I'm going to uh, tell you. You're going to tell me about uh, something else, aren't you? Yes, I'm going to talk about... <laughs> the... I'm not even going to pick what you're going to tell me anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to let you float it. Fender have... Re- no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Loosom Guitars. Oh, good. I was hoping you'd talk about them. Do you know anything about Loosom Guitars? No, I'd never heard about them until I put them in this list. So, Loosom Guitars are from uh, Sunny... Sunny old blighty. It is sunny at the moment. It, for once, it is actually we sunny. We are experiencing a heat wave. Yeah, it got up to uh, 10 degrees Celsius today. And horrible. Yeah, we took all our shirts off. It was yeah. fantastic. Uh, no, so uh, Loosom, are, uh, Loosom are based in, I think it's said Cumbria. Uh, anyway, they're based. They're based out of the UK. I don't and understand how there's a like a boutique guitar brand that we haven't heard of in yeah. the UK. Well, I mean, you might understand when you find out what the price is. But let's skip over that for just the moment. Yeah, well. So uh, their kind of flagship guitar is the um, uh, the Paradox. And just having a look on their website, the Paradox looks great. It, imagine kind of like a Parker Fly type. It's, it's, Parker it's, Fly meets. Rickenbacker for 003. Yeah, it looks also, like a Ricky. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it look. Yeah, Parker Fly meets Rickenbacker. It's a Ricky is a, style scratch plate. That, that's a, what it is. Yes. Yeah, you're right. So it's that kind of style, and um, that is a guitar that they've had in the line. It looks great on the website. Uh, the the standard Paradox. It's got a Bigsby, but you know that's fine. Uh, block inlays, black with a torque guard. Looks fantastic. Um, now they have for Summer Nam. They're releasing the deluxe Nick McCabe Paradox. Who on earth is Nick McCabe? Nick McCabe, Joe, funny you should ask, uh, used to be in the band The Verve. Uh, and I just had a quick read of his Wikipedia page, and uh, it's not particularly flattering, I've got to be honest. It uh, uh, calls him, um, I don't think he uses the word argumentative, but it, 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 I think it uses the word obtuse. Um, <laughs> but enough. apparently him and Richard Ashcroft never really saw eye to eye and that's why the Verve not stopped being a band but anyway he is still a guitar player and uh, this guitar looks fantastic so as I say you've got that uh, kind of Rickenbacker um, offset style it's very modern come classic it does isn't it? yeah it does especially his one so the, the, his one's more modern his one is far more modern so it's um, what was the the base wood is tulip wood and then curly maple top uh rosewood or ebony fretboard i guess you can choose this isn't actually on their website yet so i'm just going off for the press release um but the thing that's really mad about it is there are 21 different options available different pickup selection options available from just two pickups oh i thought you were gonna say add 21 pickups no yeah yeah yeah. they all just go straight to the output jack (laughs) Uh, no so just two pickups and uh through a mixture of splitting and tapping and uh phasing and uh all sorts of other stuff, series, parallel, etc. Uh, you can get loads and loads of different sounds out of it. And it makes a particular point of mentioning the fact that the volume control, the master volume is very close to the bridge so that you can do lots of uh, pinky rolls, which apparently ah. is Nick McCabe's signature thing. Um, the pickups are creamery. So oh, also cool. uh, UK built, which is which is really nice. Um, and yeah, all in all, it looks, it looks fantastic. It, it really is quite a, uh, like you say, a mixture of that kind of modern style with a classic uh, kind of future retro body style. Uh, the only mm. issue is the price. Right. 
They are quite pricey. Uh, so USD, uh, they've got them listed as 4760. Uh, what's particularly interesting is on the press release, they also have the dealer price, which I will not read out loud. I'm sure that that was meant to come off of the yeah, uh, the press release. <laughs> um, but it's uh, but yeah, so that's quite funny. Uh, so yeah, gloss, high gloss nitro, 4760. Oil and wax, 4560. Just a uh, a note on the price. Um, just done a bit of digging on their website. They're actually <clears throat> there's a page on the site dedicated to the Silver series, okay, um, which is basically going to be their first factory made guitars, so not custom oh, interesting. guitars. So um, it's just designed, designed, assembled, and set up in the UK. So I imagine that they're getting like bodies and necks made elsewhere, elsewhere and then they yeah. put them together. Um, price wise. Obviously, that brings it down. The estimated RRP nine 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 pounds. Very good. Um, okay. The example they've got on the site looks amazing. It's kind of that paradox shape, but it's single coil strap pickup in the neck and a humbucker in the bridge. Much less frills on that one. The Silver yeah. Series certainly certainly a more basic build, but lovely to have that body shape available at that sort of price point. One interesting thing to note: the there's no picture of it, but the headstock. Um, like the artwork and the the logo that's going to be on the headstock, designed by Brian Cannon from Microdot, who did um, album covers for Oasis and The Verve. Oh, oh well, there you cool. go. That's then. pretty yeah. interesting. I actually really like some of their uh, other models. They do uh, one called the Unorthodox, uh, which is very much similar to the Harmony, uh, whichever Harmony I liked, the Silhouette. Yeah. Silhouette. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they uh, they they do a um yeah a similar sort of offset with with the same scratch plate same pickup configurations and so i assume the same um the same 21 options and uh, this one actually uh, happens to be an instrument played by uh, Neil Halstead uh, from Slowdive uh, as well. So um, I don't know who that is. They're a band. Okay, good to know. Yeah, yeah it's fine. But but very cool. Very very um, cool guitars. I'm really into them. I'm really surprised that they have so many instruments in the range. And certainly are moving towards making a standard issue model and they're not something we've ever heard of or come across. But yeah, um, some of their designs are really cool. I'm just having a look at the site now. They also do one that looks like a bit like a Ricky. Um, yeah, a bit more like a Ricky. They've also done one. Hang on, I just need to read this because this has literally just popped up. A wow, some sort of guitar synth built into the Ricky style one with a touch screen. Wow, oh, this no, is no, no, really no, weird. Yeah, okay, not that. Um, but- so just jumping back to Nick McCabe for a minute, I've just been doing a little bit of reading on here. He right. so he actually uh, he didn't have a. Don't think this is a signature model, but he. Uh, he has got a little profile on the Eastwood website, just jumping back to oh, yeah. Eastwood after talking about him in relation to Harmony. Uh, he was previously playing the Eastwood Ichiban, which is uh, actually quite a similar looking body shape to the um, uh, whatever this one is called, Paradox, uh, which I forgot the name of momentarily. Uh, and also, if you just do a Google image search for him, he's played loads of weird stuff. Uh, so there's a picture of him playing a, a Fender 12 with the um, two Mustang-style pickups. Yeah. And yeah, all sorts of weird stuff. So yeah, really, really cool. Seems like a really cool guitarist. I, To be honest with you, other than the two big, two big songs... Um, I don't really know anything about the Verve. No, me neither. Uh, so, but maybe I will listen to this because he looks like he is quite a uh, guitar geezer. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Now, Mark Packham ruins the uh, the the back end of uh, this podcast by uh, floating to the Facebook audience, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum, uh, asking people for questions. For the podcast, have we got a jingle for questions? Well, we do, but I've got I, it's somewhere on my computer. Dig I've it got out. it. It's been well, such a long time. Yeah, here it is. Should we do another one? Oh, sorry, oh, interrupted. That's fine. Play the jingle. Here's the jingle. Questions. There you go. Happy. Yeah. Wonderful. I found I didn't the hear jingle. It. I found Can the you... jingle. That cost me some time. Okay. Searching for. Why, well, if you don't find it, I have to make another one. But I'm sure I did find it. I'm sure I did find it. Oh, this is very weird. Okay, cool. 
Uh, anyway, so um, to, I've been just scouring no, them very briefly. Well, um, if you to pick uh, some out. if if you refer to the document that literally we're all set sent to to sort of read through as we podcast, I have done the same, and I have moved over appropriate questions into a big list. But if you want to ruin that and do it your own way, why not? You yeah, those ahead. ones are boring. I'm going to pick another one. Um, so this one, this one, this uh, one <laughs> comes from Yogi, who says, seeing as uh, Fender own both themselves and Charvel, a DK24 neck with an American Fender Elite body. Or the other way round. Any config of Charvel body counts. Jay Cross, what would you go for? Fender neck on a Charvel body or Charvel body on a Fender neck? I'm an enormous, enormous fan of that neck. Charvel? The Charvel neck on the DK24. I love that neck. So I would probably go, I'd probably go get that roasted neck. Um, yeah, get that on a, on a strap body or telly body or whatever. That, I think that for me is the big selling point of that guitar. I'm obviously the fact that it's in pink obviously yeah. is a big selling point of course but uh yeah no that's probably the way i'll go get the get the charvel neck joe branton what are you saying what is um what's very cool about the that charvel neck i guess is that especially when they are kind of a really really similar company in that they're owned by the same people and it's the same headstock and everything it's funny that fender haven't tried to do a neck like that because that dk24 has come back with absolutely nothing but um positive praise from mm. from people yeah i'm quite surprised there hasn't been any sort of roasted necks on the fender stuff as yet um because you know everyone's doing it music man are doing it yeah. there are even their own brands been, are doing it there have been a few fsrs here and there i think i don't think there's been anything kind of production line um i can't tell you i, I can't remember it's um it's 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 kind of a silly question because um Chanville only make one one body shape so uh yeah but i mean you could go back into history you could go surfcaster maybe oh, yeah yeah i mean true. a strat neck on that would be weird do you remember those do you remember when they uh, yeah. turned the surfcasters turned up they did uh chavel did like a run of really affordable guitars there were like three or four body shapes that turned up you might have left by then do you no, remember no, this that was yet? the black friday madness at gag that was yeah, the, when remember? we crashed we got, the website yeah we got a load of a load of chavels came in they were like three four hundred the pounds caster, they were the skate caster skate caster what was, was the skate caster body shape? skate caster is well both the surf caster and skate caster are offset guitars difference being the skate caster is a much more kind of metal guitar through neck i believe um oh. and had two humbuckers and i believe they were sort of either emgs or their own active or maybe there was a passive version as well but yeah they were going for on a black friday price like 300 quid and Outrageous. i think yeah, we sold like loads of them and it crashed mm, the website mm. the surfcaster <laughs> of course is the guitar that they don't make anymore it's an older guitar um which is yeah again offset hollow body um depending on which one you go for either humbucker in the bridge lipstick pickup in the neck two lipstick pickups or i believe i've even seen a three lipstick pickup version um very very cool in fact there's one on reverb right now and i noticed it's just come down in price 650 quid i believe Um, and uh, yeah a cool guitar Uh, i tell you what i uh one other thing that i would do if i was getting that charvel neck though is really push and this is something that i think is a shame that they don't do more of is uh the the charvel logo you know the the one it looks a bit like a guitar it looks like the outline of a guitar that's what's on the dk24 i've just never been a big fan of that and i do really like what they call the toothpaste logo which is the larger kind of it it looks almost a bit cartoony it's like the jackson logo the charvel like the toothpaste logo yeah yeah Yeah. no i don't think so it's i'm just trying to find a picture of it for you know the listeners to look at that. yeah that's it looks like the jackson logo oh okay yeah the all jackson right. logo looks like you know an aquafresh logo it's like a, oh okay like it's, it's made maybe, out of toothpaste yes well this the charvel toothpaste logo is called the toothpaste logo because mm. it looks like it's made out, of toothpaste. made out of toothpaste um and it's on the justin Alfdemkamper signature sure I think that's how you pronounce his name the guitarist from the band miss may i um his guitar is awesome really really cool but uh, that's that's what I would like on that neck. I'm uh, looking up pictures of the Charvel Surfcaster. What an absolutely fantastic guitar! Yeah, I never got into it enough when uh, when it was about very very Titan guitar esque guitar. They're just uh, yeah, I see what you mean. They're just a bit bonkers because they just have so many different elements. So they've obviously got the offset kind of Fendery, you know, Jaguar body. Yeah, they've got Rickenbacker f holes, yeah. but it's a humbucker. 
you've got a lipstick pickup, but then it's also just basically got like a Jackson like shred neck on it um, <laughs> or Charvel so shred weird. neck. But so I love weird. it. I love it. Um, what's weird is, so I just did a quick uh, reverb search for Surfcaster and um, Charvel aren't making them right now, but curiously eastwood are and they also do a bass version um oh, i did is, see that yeah two lipstick pickups they do it in seafoam green or a cherry burst I believe. um and yeah it's kind of got all those cool weird mix match you know a mashup of stuff you know you've got the lipstick pickups you've got the offset body shape you've got the rickenbacker cutaway uh f-hole sorry yeah very very odd um and they're not Huge money. I mean, they're like nine hundred and fifty quid. But for something, if you want something, let's say you're in like a surf band or something, there's not many bases that are kind of like iconic for that. But no, sure, Surfcaster definitely would be in Seafoam Green. Yeah, very cool. Quality. Perfect. Cool. Very cool. You know, I mentioned Titan guitars briefly. Do you know they're uh, they're so overordered now that they've had to stop taking new orders really? at the moment. That's how. I mean, they are blooming cool guitars yeah. at incredible prices. Like, yeah. Probably the you know the most affordable, very custom shop looking guitar you can get if you're into sort of you know something weird and old and probably in shell pink. But yeah, so massively overordered that you've got now. We're just waiting, waiting yeah. for them to catch up, and they'll let everyone know, and then you can place orders again. Oh, that's great! I'm really glad that that company's doing well. I think they're awesome. Go on, then, go on then, Mark. Give us, uh, give us another question. Let's do a couple that actually are not particularly focused on gear. And, oh, um, yes, why not? Well, Simon says, um, what are you all listening to? Simon says, yeah, very good. <laughs> Simon says, what are you all listening to at the moment? Any band slash record recommendations? What I wanted to say was, um, obviously, it was Glastonbury this weekend. Um, I watched some of the coverage yesterday. I didn't watch any bands that had guitars in because they all looked really boring. I thought the lineup for like rock stuff at Glastonbury was like Listen to this real music geezer no, no, over no, no, here. No, no, no. What I'm saying is the lineup for like don't rock the, stuff was the killers, like the killer's headline, mate. I don't know what your problem no, is. No, but it was like all old boys. It was just a load of old bands. What are you talking about? Uh, oh, I could only watch the stuff that was available on like iPlayer. So, and like all the stuff on there was like, yeah, it's the Cure. Yeah, but that's what they're going to be showing on iPlayer, well, no, yeah, isn't but, it? But for the like music that wasn't rock stuff, there was like tons of young bands and like right. you know like stuff that you wouldn't expect. Like, for example, Stormzy headlining. Yeah, I watched the Lizzo set that was really good. Yeah, Lizzo's um, mad. Yeah, so Lizzo's so good. Yeah. Janelle Monae as well. I guess she had like a live band. Um, Did you see that clip that's doing the rounds on Twitter today of um, Dave? Yeah. I didn't realise that was his name because it didn't actually... I didn't only caught the video. Did you see about this? So Dave is this uh, British rapper who actually also came on and did a... a, He didn't do a song with Stormzy. Stormzy brought him up during his headline set so that Dave could do his song. That's pretty cool. And Stormzy just like stood at the side of the stage and just enjoyed it. I didn't see that bit. It was so weird. So anyway, Dave, this this rapper. So, and this is, I only know this because this is what Stormzy said on the, uh, uh, during his set is Dave had the first fully UK produced hip hop number one in the UK, I think. So like the first hip hop song that was made by a hip hop, a British hip hop artist in the UK by a British producer, okay. went to number one in the UK. First geezer to do it. And then Stormzy was the second. Uh, but yeah, basically, he's got this song called uh, Tiago Silva. Tiago Silva? Tiago Silva, Tiago Silva yeah. who's, a def- who's a Brazilian defender who plays for PSG. And he's got this song called Tiago Silva. And he just went just went out to the crowd and went, right, does anyone know, these, anyone know the lyrics? You want to come do it? And this geezer, this kid, like 20-year-old kid or whatever, wearing a Tiago Silva... PSG shirt he went you do you know the words and this he looked absolutely off his face wearing a bucket hat and everything and he was like yeah yeah I know the words know the words and Dave's like alright let's just give it a go see what happens and the kid was so good knew all the words absolutely slammed it that was amazing that's my highlight class yeah. yeah it was amazing um, yeah the things that I really enjoyed like the Lizzo set was just so good yeah. and um, definitely worth checking out that's on iPlayer but I like, didn't see any guitar stuff I saw a bit of The Cure I mean you know what they were using they were using their Schecters and they were using Roland Cubes well, they also used a, 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 the Bass 6 came out and sounded fan yep. blooming tastic yeah perfect perfect instrument for um uh, just for because it's not played by I forget it's Reeves uh, Gabriel plays yeah, it, yeah. their guitarist Gabriel 
Gabrell. So they still have their uh, their bass player on his uh, his signature sort of Schecter Thunderbird yeah. style instrument. Well, why, but, but, why why is that weird? A bass six is a guitar. Um, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> but but it's fantastic for all that sort of super very very chorus heavy low end. Uh, I mean they're great, and obviously using. Um, using rolling cubes. Yeah, I, I like, moved I saw, off of the line six spiders. I'd yeah. like to know, like, from people in the Facebook group, like, what did I miss? Because all of the guitar music looks so boring. It was all people whose names I already knew, and it was all people whose music I knew was going to be really boring. Well, in answer to Simon's question for some bands to to kind of check out that that might actually be good for for guitars. Um, recently I've been listening to a band called Last Hyena, a very good sort of instrumental jazz prog three piece, um, Sandberg bass, Sandberg precision bass. Yeah, that makes sense. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the bass. And, uh, and do you remember those like, uh, I don't know the color, it was like a purple jazz master, um, with a, with like a torque guard. I don't know what the color was called. Was it like, it was it like a candy coda or something like that? But I feel it was dark. Troy Van Leuven. Mm, was it a signature model? Matching Troy Van Leuven has got a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe it's a is it's Troy a Van Leuven. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Who's the guitar player in Queens of Stone Age? Right, I right. Think, okay. uh, has a signature jazz that was master. in that color. Yes, right. uh, that that's it. but um, fantastic. Like really interesting soundscape. Great use of uh, yeah, that. That would make sense. Great use um, of uh, Strymon. Uh, Blue skies as a as a really sort of integral part of the sound, but but used very musically and capable of doing everything from like off kilter grooves to kind of big ethereal soundscapes just between the three of them. Very very good band indeed. Went uh you know, went to see them recently. One thing I didn't realise: bass player, uh, Mary Spender's old bass player. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we met afterwards, but um, yeah, really really uh, great uh, great band. And if anyone hasn't checked it out yet and they want something interesting, maybe slightly less guitar-based, but still with some fantastic bass lines, um, all played on Johnny Greenwood's old uh, jazz bass, is um, uh, uh, Tom York's new album, Anima, which comes with a Netflix short film. Anima? Anima, yeah, which comes with a Netflix short film that you can also watch. Very good, very good indeed. Uh, I have been, I've been trying to listen to a bit more heavy stuff recently because I have been spending the winter listening to indie pop and uh, now that it is sunny and the time for indie pop, I'm trying to listen to more heavy music. Okay, you've gone the other way. I have yeah, gone the other way. So the reverse. It's I like have, drinking yeah. drinking Guinness in the summertime. It's like putting uh, on you a drink, jumper of hate. You, you drink Guinness at any time of the day, any time of the year, any time. Can I have a pint of Guinness, please, Joe? You go and get me one. Is there one in the? Fr- no, there's oh. not. Oh, okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, I have been listening a lot to uh, this band Thou, who I saw about ten years ago, and I'm going to see again for the first time in, in ten years uh, in a couple of weeks. Who are really good. I like them. They're very heavy. The new Converge record. Well, it's not new. It came out last year. The Dusk in Us. I think maybe is even better than. It's very Jane good. Doe, a very which is good, like very the, good album. The I don't think it's record. as good as Jane Doe. I actually but think, I think it's, it's very good. I think it's bloody good. It's a fantastic comeback. I think we all agree. Uh, and also, I get, uh, funnily enough, I guess today I, I obviously I was listening to uh, Kill 'Em All. I listened to that this weekend. Oh, listened yes. to that a few times. Uh, and today I listened. I was listening to some uh, this band, Curl Up and Die. <laughs> Who, uh, who? I, again, I was really into. A few you go, years you're going ago. through something at the moment. No, 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 not at all. I'm just trying <laughs> to kill them all and curl up and die. Uh, curl up and die. Very interestingly, they uh, were very proud of the fact that they got their name from a hair salon, uh, which was. <laughs> um, but yeah, really, really good, really good. That's what I've been listening to. Can I make one other recommendation? I've been listening to the Otoboke Beaver album quite a lot, which is uh, like Japanese thrash pop. Oh, you play? Do you play me some yeah, of that? Yeah, they're yeah. really good. Um, they're really good. Thunderbird bass and an SG being absolutely trashed. Wonderful. Um, and it's really, really good. The album is, the album is wicked, and it, I think it lasts like twenty minutes or something. It's all very, very quick. Um, and it's really good. It's the the only album that's on Spotify. I think it's their only album. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's what I'd recommend. 
Have we got time for one more question? We do not. Unfortunately, okay. that uh, that is it for us here on the regular episode do, of do the some more in the Patronus. Podcast. We, we will do some more in the uh, Patreon, where we'll be continuing now, where for as little as $1 a month, you can support the podcast. $1 a month gets you the regular episode ad-free and early. $5 a month gets you the Patreon episode and loads of other things. And $10 a month, dollars a month get, <laughs> makes you an executive producer and gets your name read out in one breath by me. Now we've got extra $10 tiers today. And unfortunately, this person has a very long name. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, we are on the last few weeks, I think, of this. And then we're going to have to change. <clears throat> what are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, here we go. Christian Lund Hansen, John Pearson, John Mayer slowly burning in a dancing room, Zach Melton, Jim Walters, Keith Adams, Steve Ferguson, Eric File, Christopher Franklin, Andy Joyce, John Anglin, Adam Royce Crisp, Jake Cutmore, Robert Cousins, Rob Gould, Scott Hamilton, Tucker Abaddon, Arnie Cooper, Ross Edwards, Nate Nagel, Stephen Hench, Rob Grant, Matt Roberts, Dave Lee, Henry James Baker, Juan Coria, Aaron Sherman, Blake Wyland, Andrew Goody, Jamie Camp, Jake Gray, Matt Bellamy, Martin Cliff, Scott Kennedy, Christopher Lucius, Hans Arms, Robin Smith, Derek Rich, Chris Connors, Rod Nordwick, Duncan Watson, Ed Bentley, Steve Merkel, DJ Macross, Michael McRae, Carlos Mancha, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Blair Tom, Scott O'Brien, Laurie Anstis, Paul Corrigan, Will Clem, Moo Gravitt, Phil Thompson, Adrian Day, Princess, Matthew King, Scott Kane, Sean Obo, Christopher Wolfpack, Capitan. It's getting very close. You actually like oh. shriveled then. Like, that was weird. I didn't uh, think you were going to make it. Yeah, I was close. I sort of burped halfway through, and it really <laughs> didn't help. I like lost a good portion of my air pocket there. Uh, anyway. Also, I I couldn't help but notice hmm. that you pronounced mispronounced a few names that time. Well, you, <laughs> yes, you did mispronounce uh, a That's few fine. names. That's fine. That's who, fine. Who, yeah. who did I get? Who did I get wrong? Uh, there was who? Oh. I, f- I felt I felt like there was a couple. Like, oh, um, I noticed that you pronounced Andrew Good's name. Andrew yeah, Andrew Goody. Goody yeah. Ah, whatever, he can change his name. Okay. That's his name for now. Anyway, follow That's us on Instagram, at Twitter, at Guitar Nerds, and join us on Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds Forum. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com forward slash Guitar Nerds. That's it for us this week. We'll be continuing over the Patreon for more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell. Bye-bye. Cheers, gang. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.